Welcome to the Podcast to Amplify show, the podcast for women leaders who are ready to spend less time feeding the algorithm and more focused time leveraging podcasting as a strategic tool to accelerate their business growth. I'm your host, Rosemary Callender, podcast launch strategist, mom of one and Netflix chocoholic. You're in the right place if you want to learn everything you need to know about creating a strategic and intentional podcast that attracts high quality leads and visibility opportunities for your business. Now, are you ready to amplify your voice impact and revenue? Then let's head into this week's episode. Hey there and welcome to episode 98 of the Podcast to Amplify show. I hope you're doing well. Now, in last week's episode, I debunked a common misconception that so many business owners have about needing to have a whole lot of podcast listeners in order to convert them into clients, paying clients. It's almost like the more listeners I have, the more chances I have of converting people. And that's simply not the truth. I called BS on this belief, this myth, whatever you want to call it. And I even shared a client case study to prove it. So if you haven't listened to this episode as yet, episode 97, I highly encourage you to hit pause on this one and head on back because this one, what we're talking about today is almost like a part two from the last episode. So hit pause, go back, and then you can come back to this one. All right. Now, today we're going to be talking about aligning your podcast content with your offers. If Currently, you have a podcast and you haven't been generating leads from your podcast. This might be the reason. I have done a number of podcast audits in the past, and this is usually one of the main reasons why people aren't seeing that return on investment that they would like. This is, you're not alone. A lot of business owners go through this, including yours truly when, you know, I've shared this before on the podcast, but when I started this podcast nearly two years ago, it was so far removed from my offers. It was almost like my business just had this foreign arm. It's not even funny. I look back and I laugh now, but I wasted so much time, so much time not treating my podcast as the true business asset that it is. I do so now. Like My podcast is the most important thing in my business because it helps me with my content creation, my marketing, my lead gen, my visibility. It helps me with so much, but that hasn't always been the case. And so if this is you, if you're resonating with with what I'm saying, where I've been, I want you to know that you're not alone. But by the end of this episode, you are going to know exactly what it is that you need to do to turn things around. So today we're going to talk about why aligning your offers with your podcast matters, how to align your podcast content with your offers, and the role of effective call to actions in driving conversions. So let's dive right in. Number one, why? Why, why, why? Why does aligning your offers with your podcast even matter. If you want to generate leads for your business from your podcast, but there is no sort of strategy, there's no sort of intentionality, like what are you doing? Like this is a conversation that I had with myself 
only just last year. Like, what are you doing? We create our podcast for lots of different reasons, but when we're podcasting for business, our podcast is meant to serve a purpose, is meant to help us achieve our business goals. So when you see your podcast as a part of your offer suite, it really can be a game changer for your business. Now, let me just touch on a few points to really bring this home for you. When you align your offers with your podcast, you're reinforcing your brand authority and expertise because you'll be providing valuable information, relevant information that establishes you as an expert, a trusted expert in your niche. This in turn builds credibility, it builds trust among your audience, and it makes them more inclined not to just see your podcast as free content, but to also consider you as the expert who can help them solve their problem. And part of that is being able to create content that fosters a deep engagement with them. So we've talked about this probably in the last two or three episodes because I keep harping on about it. It's a drum that I'm probably going to beat for a while. But you need to have a really clear and deep understanding about who you're speaking to so that you can create content around the topics, the pain points, the desires, the objections, all that kind of stuff that is directly directly relevant to your listeners. When you do that, they're more likely to pay attention. They're more likely to connect with your content. They're more likely to share your episodes on social media or share it with a friend. That connection, that engagement is what's going to strengthen the relationship between you and your audience. They'll become loyal, raving fans, and then in turn, paying clients. And finally, the third point is when you create podcast content that aligns with your offers, you're just creating a natural path for conversion. I want you to think about when you write a caption for social media. I mean, a lot of the social media gurus is that every post should have a goal, should have a purpose. The same with your podcast episodes. What is the goal? What is the purpose? What what is the intention behind that episode? What is the next step you want them to take? I think something that comes up for a lot of people is how do I position my offer and not sound salesy, right? Because I've been in this podcasting industry for two and a half years. And even now I came across someone even just last week talking about how your podcast is where you give value and then you lead your audience to your email list. And then that's where you warm them up and that's where you nurture them and that's where you sell to them. Now that makes completely no sense to me, but this is why so many business owners have this feeling of, oh no, it's just a place where I provide free content and then I'm just going to lead them somewhere else where I'm allowed to sell to them because, you know, email marketing, that's your thing and you're good at it. That's where I sell to them. But I'm here to tell you that you can sell directly from your podcast. I want you to think about it in this way. If you create podcast content that speaks directly to your listeners' pain points, problems, 
objections, all that stuff. And you've got them hooked in a 20 minute episode. You don't provide them with any details on how they can work with you. You provide them with a link to join your Facebook group or a link to sign up for the freebie associated with your podcast episode. You are now taking them away from that 20 minutes of pure aha in the hopes that they don't get lost in your Facebook group or your emails don't get lost in their inbox, because I know that's certainly the case for me, you've lost them. You could have made that conversion from your podcast episode, but because you didn't give them the next step, you didn't let them know how they could work with you, you've now taken them out of the podcast sales funnel and taken them into another funnel to nurture them for God knows how long. I mean, it could be another day, but chances are, I believe it's probably going to be another another few months. So if you take nothing else away from this episode, I want you to get comfortable with knowing that your podcast isn't just a place where you produce content. Your podcast is a powerful platform that supports the growth of your business in so many different ways. Okay. So a couple things, this is a whole podcast episode in itself, but if this is something that you're worried about, I want to give you some quick pointers. Now, I worked with a coach, Rebecca Hayden. Hey, Rebecca. She teaches this thing called the value sandwich. So as you can imagine, a sandwich is two slices of bread. Maybe you've got peanut butter and jelly. Maybe you've got ham. Maybe you've got tuna and sweet corn, which I just had for lunch. But essentially what she teaches is that you give value either side and then the middle is where you pitch. So you provide the value first, you pitch, and then you continue to give value and then you wrap up your episode with a little bit of reminder of how you can support them, how they can take the next step to get the support, the transformation that they're looking for, right? Second point, just remember that this is your podcast. You're demonstrating your expertise, your authenticity, and your authority. You can share personal stories. You can share client case studies like I did in the last episode where I shared about my client, Natalie. So there's ways that you can sell on your podcast without saying, buy my thing, (laughs) right? Which I wouldn't recommend that you do. You can sell in so many different ways. So let's move on to how to align your podcast content with your offers. So when I work with my clients in creating their podcast strategy, we identify from the very beginning what the one signature offer is that they want to lead people to. Now, this doesn't mean that you can only sell one thing on your podcast, but I have found it to be helpful for my clients to just focus on one thing. I'm a firm believer in, you know, simplicity and structure. So when we're launching, let's just focus on the one thing. This is usually a high ticket offer. So mid four figures or maybe even a five figure program. This isn't usually something that's like $97. Although I'm not saying that you can't, but when I work for my clients, it's usually a high ticket offer. The second piece is around really understanding your target audience. 
If you've not listened to episode 97, I can't stress this enough. I talked about this in great detail in episode 97. I don't want to risk repeating myself, but we need to go beyond. I serve moms to help them create more space in their life. No, we need to go deeper. What does that mom's ideal day look like? What is she struggling with? What objections does she have to working with you in your three-month program that costs 6k? That is where your podcast content comes from. And do you I hope you're able to see the correlation. So if you have the offer that's the three-month program for moms and you know exactly what their pain points, their problems, their objections, all that good stuff are, you can really sit down and map out your podcast episodes and with such ease and flow, you are then able to pull in those client case studies, those examples, those personal experiences to help them see how that program, that offer is the solution to help them create that dream day, that ideal day that they desire. And that's where the content pillars come in. So another piece that I work with for my clients are content pillars. Going back to the examples of the three-month program for moms, what are three or four things you cover in that program? And then if one of those things, for example, is, I don't know, productivity or time management, what are some of the topics that come under time management or productivity? What are the objections that they have? What do they really, really want to happen when it comes to managing their time? Do you see where I'm going with this? And you can really break down these ideas into so many different podcast episodes. One podcast episode is meant to only tackle one topic. We don't want to overwhelm our listeners. So really drill down into your offer, pull it apart, get every piece of content juice out of your offer that you can. And finally, I know some business owners use like a promo calendar where essentially at the start of the year or preparing for a new year, they map out all the offers that they plan to launch in that year. If that's something that you use, your podcast needs to be a part of that calendar. So say, for example, I was launching, I'm not, but if I was launching a membership in September of this year, September of 2023, as part of my launch plan for that membership, I would be creating content for the podcast that would lead into that membership. That is how your podcast supports your launches, your offers. So it's not just this thing over there, right? And so if you are a business owner, coach, a therapist, a consultant, where you launch multiple offers in one year, it's key that you have this built out in a Google Sheet, Airtable, whatever platform suits you best. And think about how your podcast can really, really help you to maximize your impact and fill your new programs. I talk a little bit about using content pillars back in, I think it's episode 43. So if you've not tuned into that one, that's a good episode to listen to. I'll make sure I link it in the show notes for you as well. 
And then finally, the final piece when it comes to connecting your podcast content with your offers is a strong call to action. So CTAs are super, super important. They play a crucial role in driving conversions for your podcast. You can have a really, really powerful 15 minute episode. And then if you're like, all right, thank you so much for listening. And you don't tell your listeners what next step they can take. They are not going to take the action you want them to take. I remember when I started in business, I just thought it was a no brainer. Like if I give you all this information and you love the information, then you'll reach out to me and we can, you know, figure stuff out. Like, can I support you? Am I the right person to support you? All that kind of stuff. But actually people need the invitation. They want to know more about how you can support them. And so by crafting one singular call to action, we don't want multiple call to actions in one episode. Confused minds do not buy. So don't send them to a lead magnet, send them to Instagram, send them to your offer, pick one at the most two. So that would be your offer and that would be Instagram and not necessarily all in the same breath, right? So what is your call to action going to be? You want it to be clear and specific. What do you want them to do? You want to be concise. You want to use language that leaves no room for confusion. So if it's an invitation to work with you, I want you to say, visit my website at www. and click the link to book your call. And then you'll also include the link in your show notes. Make it really clear and specific. But then also you want to highlight the benefits. So our podcast is there to show our ideal clients slash our listeners how we can help them. Um, And so by articulating the value and the benefits of your offer and what they're going to receive by taking, you know, the next step, you kind of need to explain how your offer solves the problem, how it fulfills a need and how they can get the transformation that they're seeking. So really take a moment to emphasize the benefits. And back in episode 95, a very popular episode, I shared three different episode types that I believe help you to convert your podcast listeners into clients. And so this point about highlighting the benefits, this would make such a perfect example of a sales episode. So if you haven't listened to that one, I really, really encourage you to head on back after this one and listen, tune in to episode 95. And then finally, you want your call to action to be easy and convenient. So I want you to remember that your podcast listeners are usually taking you along for the ride as part of their routine, right? It's different from when you're sitting down watching a YouTube video or a webinar. They're taking you along to the gym or on the school run or for me when I have to do like a four-hour round trip to see my daughter at college or collect her from college or whatever the case might be you're part of their daily or weekly routine. And so if you make the call to action really easy, really convenient, you don't want to put up any potential barriers 
to them taking action. You want to make sure that you say the link out loud and it's something memorable, something that, you know, they don't have to be like, huh, like what? Make it really simple. So your website slash book a call, website slash membership, whatever the call to action is, don't make it long. Don't give them a bitly link, (laughs) like make it something that they can remember and it takes them exactly where you want them to go. So if it's a Canonly link, we want them to be able to book that call immediately. We don't want them to go this place and then go that place and then finally get to where they want, they need to be. No, 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 no. We want them to get where they need to go almost immediately. Okay. So that's, we're going to delve into a call to actions in a future episode, but those are just a a few that I really want you that stand out most when I work with my clients. And finally, what you can do now, if you already have a podcast, to make a difference is to start implementing some of what I've talked about today. But if you're kind of like feeling a little overwhelmed or you need a bit of a helping hand, I'm here to help you. I have multiple solutions to help you to get over this hurdle and start seeing the results you want from your show. So if you already have a podcast, I offer a podcast audit service, which is really great. I do a full deep dive analysis into your show, everything from cover art. I look at your numbers, look at your show notes. I look at your SEO, everything. So it's not just going to be a small proportion. I look at everything and I will provide you with up to five recommendations. Most of them you can implement really, really quickly. Or if you are listening to this and you haven't started your podcast yet, but you're like, I want to just start on the right foot. My 90 minute podcast strategy session is just for you. Like when I work with my VIP day clients, the strategy sessions are one of the favorite bits of the entire process. We look at so much. It really does set the foundations and set you up for success later on. So if you are interested in working with me in either one of those settings, I invite you to book a session with me. I'm gonna add the links in the show notes let's get you on the right track. So to quickly recap, yes, aligning your offers with your podcast content a thousand percent matters. And there's a lot of things that go into how you can do that, but it really just comes down to having a solid content strategy that is created around the person that you are speaking to and the offer that you want to lead them into. And as you know, we talked about your offers can change, but it's better to kind of focus on one high ticket offer starting out. And then finally, a strong call to action, clear, specific, concise, and convenient. All righty. Thank you so much for being here for this episode. I really, truly hope that it has been helpful to you. If you have been wanting to write a book, we have a special guest, Steph, who is a book coach 
on the podcast. So yeah, we're talking all about creating your first Amazon bestseller and how your podcast can help you create the book. This is why I love podcasting, guys. Like you can create any and every piece of content from your show. I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Podcast to Amplify show. I want to hear from you. Reach out on Instagram and let me know your next action step towards creating a strategic and intentional podcast that grows your business and personal brand. Also, can I ask a favor? Can you share this episode on your story so more impact-driven female business owners just like you are encouraged to use their voices to make a global impact? Thanks so much and I'll see you in the next episode.